Megan Hicks of I Run Far. I'm with Katarina Hartmuth. It's the day after the 2023 UTMB and you're the women's second place finisher. Congratulations, Katarina. How does that feel? Thank you. It's still uh, incredible and yeah, it's just amazing. I can't believe it myself. <laughs> My first question for you, you said before the race that you were going to be, I don't know, cautious and careful. This is your first UTMB. Is this what a cautious and careful Katarina looks like? <laughs> yeah, actually it was until okay. there was like the, the second half and okay. I realized that there is a race actually going on and that I had a chance to... Yeah, have a podium exactly yeah. <laughs> exactly so I played it all uh, uh, safe and sound and it was my my plan to take it easy or rather easy and I think my split times they were really good which I gave my crew, crew before so like what you plan. did matched your plan exactly oh. it matched my plan until maybe like the last 40k I think maybe I expected you to go out a teensy bit more conservatively, but as early as 20K in, I mean, you were right there with the leaders. You were within the top 10, and the women's top 10 was condensed within, like, 90 or 120 seconds of each other. So you were just there from the start, ultimately. Yes. I mean, that was then maybe some coincidence. It, <laughs> okay. was, it was definitely not my my goal to, like go go hard from the gun i mean you have to go fast on that first flat part anyways because otherwise people just run over you yeah. <laughs> you wouldn't be here with us exactly <laughs> um so obviously there it was a bit maybe a bit faster than i wanted to okay but after that i mean i pretty early had the feeling that i yeah legs are good and that i just can go for it or maybe even push it push a little bit um yeah but it was not that I was feeling, oh, this is way too fast, or okay. what am I doing here? This is not good. Okay. Let's talk a little bit about the nighttime, like traveling through sort of the high mountains of France and then Italy, coming into the halfway point of Cormier. Were you just, like, all night long just trying to take care and manage all the details of yourself? Were you starting to think about the women around you at all? What was that like? Um, actually, I didn't really thought about the women around okay. me until, I don't know, 100 kilometers okay. <laughs> um, so I just wanted to get through the night um, in yeah, good spirits yeah. and um, I felt actually quite confident mm -hmm. because I trained a lot during the night in the mountains and then I felt okay. like oh wow I'm, I mean there was quite some wind and clouds at the top and it was a bit difficult then to run there in the night because you literally couldn't see anything. Okay. Um, but then I realized, okay, I'm used to this, I, I can do this, and mm -hmm. that helped me a lot, because I think there many people had to slow down. Um, so actually I got through the night very well, mm. um, until the end when I developed some problems with my knee, which was not pleasant at all. Huh. Yeah. <laughs> I saw I you taped up on the knee. Have you been yeah. yeah taking care of something there for a bit? Yes, so it was, I mean, the tape in the beginning, it was only like yeah precaution okay. okay um but then unfortunately something like a runner's knee started to to uh, appear and then um i was afraid that it would get worse and that maybe i would have to drop because it was too early in the race yeah, yeah. <laughs> we have a bad runner's knee yeah um and then i tried to tape it up again at Comayeur, but then my leg was too sweaty so the I tape did didn't stick. work <laughs> yeah <laughs> um, um but luckily then i figured out to 
try a different muscle activation in my leg to uh, take the stress off the knee yeah. and that then worked quite well okay. because I was afraid that the downhills would become a big problem afterwards and I mean I had some knee pain throughout the race but it was never super bad. It's very interesting that you had the presence of mind to think about like activating your leg muscles in a different way to prevent that in the middle of UTMB. I mean that was the only chance to yeah. stay in the race. Okay. Yeah. Because I had a similar problem at Transcorn Canaria earlier this year and there it only got worse and worse and I mean yeah. I made it to the finish line but it was super painful experience okay. and I didn't want to experience that one again. Yeah, yeah. Um, after Cormier, after the race's halfway point, you were really inside the top five then. However, uh, the women's like race for the top five stayed dynamic, like kind mm. of all the way through. When did you start really engaging with the women's race and being like, hey, I have a chance to really do something here. I'm going to, I'm going to go for this. Yeah, so I think after 100k, I catched up with Manon, who's also in the hooker team, and she told me that she was the current fourth position. Uh, that's when I realized, okay, wow, I'm now in fourth place. Okay. <laughs> and and at that moment, I thought, wow, I mean, if I can keep that position, I mean, it was still such a long way to go, uh, that would be the best fourth place yeah. ever. <laughs> yeah. um, and then uh, I continued, and then people started telling me that second and third place were actually super close like within the next 10 minutes ahead of me. And that's when I realized, so wow, okay, that's pretty close and there is still a few hours of race left. <laughs> and I felt good, so I was like, okay, I will just see if I catch them like naturally by just going my own pace or what happens. And then I somehow came closer to them without pushing too hard. Okay. I was just like doing my own thing. And then people were telling me, oh, they're only five minutes ahead, only two minutes. Mm -hmm. And then I think when I catch Blondine, um, I realized, okay, she has now maybe a weak point at the moment. She, she didn't feel well, I think, in that uh, moment. And I felt very strong when I overtook her. And I was like, okay, let's see. Now I'm in third. And then I... Um, yeah, so Fusang before me, and then I was like, okay, maybe I can catch her as well. <laughs> so that was actually the moment when, yeah, when the race somehow began. When I was and where was that exactly? Um, so I catch Blondine. When was that? That was after Champelac, the first climb. Okay. And then on the next climb. Okay, so maybe the, the final 40k or 30k of the yeah. race is when you were really focused on this. Exactly, and that was, I think, when I also mentally switched from I want to finish this mm. to, okay, I want to be on the podium if possible. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I saw that chance, and then I was like, okay, let's, let's try. Mm. Um, what was it like, or let's see, first of all, where did you pass Fuzhou to um, come into that second place position? And then what was going on in your head then of being like, geez, I really, like, I'm here, I gotta hang on to this now. Yeah, well, I catched her um, just briefly after the Trion aid station. Okay, okay. And then after that, that aid station, there is a climb which is just super steep. And I knew that, <laughs> I mean, my strength is power hiking. So I knew that if I could push a bit on that climb, maybe I could not even, uh, not only overtake her, but also like put a gap put between the two of us. Yeah. Exactly. And um, I think that worked. And I was in second, but then... 
I immediately got afraid that that was a bit too much. <laughs> and especially like, yeah, you did too much in that moment. Exactly uh, because okay. on the on the previous hill I also did the same to Blondine. So I there also I pushed a bit uh, more than I would have done maybe without yeah. this move. And I think on the very last hill up to La Flegere, there I really had was afraid that I pushed pushed too much. And you could feel it then. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I was completely empty there and actually there I was afraid that both of them would catch me okay. again <laughs> okay. and yeah so that was that was tough then yeah. um, also like on the last downhill they told me hey Blondine she did really well on that climb she's only five minutes behind you and I said oh, now I have to race until really the finish line yeah. <laughs> and uh, yeah I just gave it everything and luckily could secure that second place I mean I before the race obviously I would have been happy with like any top five position <laughs> but once you find yourself in second but once you're in second and only like five kilometers from the finish line you're like no I want to stay in second now <laughs> not giving that back <laughs> yeah exactly um so yeah in the end it, maybe it was a bit of a gamble to race that hard with the two ladies um and really on that last climb, I actually asked myself the question if I would make it to the finish line at all, mm. because I felt so Not so good. empty. Yeah. Mm. Um, the look on your face was really fun at the finish line. It was sort of like a mix between utter happiness and utter shock. Um, <laughs> maybe like a disbelief that you were there on the podium of UTMB. Have you started to believe that that's what happened yesterday? Not yet, actually. (laughs) It's still strange also that now people are coming up and (laughs) congratulating me. Also, my phone is just like buzzing all the time. Sorry about that. (laughs) I don't really want to look at that. (laughs) Um, It's still... Yeah, I still can't really believe it. And also, I mean, after these long races, you need... No matter which position you end up, you need just some time to digest the race. Because it's such a long time that you are out there. And then now with this uh, outcome, it's even harder because now everybody wants something from me. And I'm like, hey, can I please for for a minute... uh, calm down and have like a little recap (laughs) from that race. Um, Two major second places in your 2023 year, a second place at the Trail World Championships 80K, a second place here at UTMB. Um, Your trajectory with the sport was already on the up, but like we can safely say that this is a huge ascendancy. What's a person like you going to do next now that that happened this year? Actually, that's quite a tricky question. It's always a tricky question the day after a race. But I think today it's especially hard because I'm like, yesterday I had this this funny thought. I was, okay, maybe I need to stop now because that year went so well. I'm yeah. afraid I can't top that. Yeah. I mean, that's a real thing is like where, where, what is the top? Is this the top? Is the top still quite further? Like. That's the big question for you right now. Exactly. I mean, I have a few I have a few races in mind that I want to do okay. in the future. I mean, I have no concrete plans yet. I mean, the the only concrete plan now is that it's almost the end of the season, so that just... your concrete plan is your couch maybe a little <laughs> exactly. bit. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, or just like digest everything and finally start to rest mm. and um calm down and um yeah collect some ideas for next year yeah um so no concrete plans for yet next year yet um 
But yeah, it's it's tricky because then people yesterday told me, hey, will you come back next year and try to go for the win? And I was like, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's maybe a bit um, too much. And I, yeah, it's, I don't know. It's, it's tricky. Mm. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I, it's strange because I feel like next year can, can it, it's hard to top this year. So I don't know how to go into next year. Yeah. Because I'm afraid that it's only getting worse now. <laughs> or it's still getting better. Yeah, but you know now also expectations are higher. So, yeah, it's, it's, it's different definitely than going into this year where nobody really expected something. And now Here we are yeah. after you having placed second at UTMB this weekend. <laughs> yes, uh, we are. So let's see what, what, what comes next. Um, yeah, but for now I just first of all try to enjoy everything what's still going on here yeah. and try to yeah, realize what happened and um, yeah I, I mean I'm sure that uh, I mean yeah that I have enough ideas and, and goals yeah. uh, what I want to do next but yeah right now I think I'm, I'm, I don't have this one thing where I'm like okay and this is next and I have to reach that goal it, it's not and I think for now, I'm I'm actually happy with that. Yeah. Because throughout the year, you always have like your agenda of races. The next thing, up. the next exactly. thing. Yeah. And especially with UTMB at the end of the, almost the end of the season, it's throughout the year is this big goal. Mm. And now, well, I've reached like more than my goal. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I think now it maybe it would would not be a good idea to already look for the next yeah, huge yeah. goal. Yeah. It sounds like maybe like a little bit of psychological rest and respite is what you're looking for. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, for sure in the in the autumn, especially if it's, it's nice with the weather as yeah. it is mm -hmm. now, um, I will definitely go out in the mountains again yeah. and uh, try to do as much trail running as I can before the snow arrives. Yeah, yeah. Um, because I will dearly miss it throughout the winter time. <laughs> um, but in terms of races, I think for now I'm... I'm definitely satisfied for this year. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, let's see what happens next year. Well, congratulations on your second place finish at the 2023 UTMB. Yours was a thrilling performance to watch. Thank you. <laughs>